0: Special Ted hanging out in the studio. We are just talking about his lottery science. I mean, he really goes at it with a little more thought than your average person who just buys whatever's in front of them at the counter, usually spur of the moment. Take a but shot. He thinks about it. He rotates stores, rotates games, really has like a, 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 a sense of what's going on with it and does pretty well. Like if you break even with the lottery, that's pretty good. It's very tough to do that Tony without on, winning the big
1: one. Tony on line two. What's going on, Tony?
2: What's going on, guys? Hey. Hey, Tony. Listen, two thousand and eleven pulled up the gas station in Houston, Texas, and I found a fifty dollar crush shelf on the floor with ten grand on it. There you go. <laughs> really? Grain, but guess what? Most of the money I pissed it away again because I used to buy the five dollar ones and barely got maybe two or three hundred bucks after I found that one with ten thousand dollars. Every day. I used to go and get a 50 or every couple of days and spend a $50 on a scratch-off and never got nothing back. My wife enjoyed it.
1: Junkie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you got the fever. But when you, when you found that $50 scratch-off, was it already scratched or yeah, you just somebody figured, dropped it?
2: No, no, no. It was scratched all the way. So I figure, and this happens a lot of times, uh, the most I ever got on a scratch-off, on a $5 scratch-off, the most I ever got was $3,000. That's what, pretty what good, I, though. Yeah, what I've been told uh it's not a good way you keep going, but anyways <laughs> um then what I've been told and I was actually told these are, are the a lot of plays in, in Texas uh a lot of people don't understand the games or they don't actually look at whatever. If they right. don't understand it they scratch it, they throw it on their car and that's how a lot of these big tickets or whatever end up not being played by nobody.
3: Right, they just right. assume they're losing. Right. Yeah. I'll always check the ticket. I always go back and check it in the machine because. I always, yeah, even sometimes you miss like stuff.
2: Nothing. Yeah. Last time, like what, like two days ago, I, I I bought one for five bucks. I thought I only had five dollars. When I, I, don't know what the hell I was thinking though. <laughs> I'm arguing with my wife over the phone. When I went to the gas station, the guy said you actually got thirty. I'm like, hey, you never know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's funny too. There was something. I was at a street fair, and there was some mobile guys set up with the New York with the lottery tent. And he um and they were paying me I, I won uh, on a few tickets and it was I think I hit seventy five on one, hundred and twenty on another one Jesus or something. Christ. And um you know well, you ever. go over there and you spin the uh. wheel and or you can roll the dice if you buy one ticket and then they let you roll the dice and then you get the chance to win more scratch offs. Okay. And yeah. they didn't have the machine to cash out on, on the site. They only had the tickets. But they were taking the tickets and the, the guy's like, Let me see what you want here. And I showed him (laughs) in $100, and he was paying me. He paid me on the spot. Out of his pocket. But now I just realized he took the tickets. He was probably able to cash them in again for himself and get the money back.
1: Oh, no. Right, but he was already paying. He was already laying out the money, though. What does it matter? Yeah. yeah, I
0: guess
3: that's true. Yeah,
0: unless it, it was someone or, else's, you, unless it was the lottery's cash, he was paying a ticket right away. Right. Yeah, and then they'll just. But he's putting his because job at risk by taking that ticket and being on camera, or cashing it in somewhere else.
1: Right. it well, doesn't was willing, matter though. He was if willing, he paid for it, you know what I'm saying. If he mm-hmm. paid, you know, if the ticket was for. I'm saying it didn't go through a machine, you know, right. so it's not like verified. Hey, thanks yeah. for the
3: call, Tony. Appreciate sure. it. But I'll, I'll take the money. It didn't matter. Yeah, Maybe, it knows about you. I won.
1: Right. A Bill on line one. What's up, Bill? Hey, Bill.
4: Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? What's up? Uh, I You know who it is. Yeah. Uh, you, guys little, you guys, I gotta share a quick story with you. And JP, don't don't go all uh, you know uh, racial on me. My yeah, dad, civilian mate. grandmother who who's passed since you would have loved her. She was just like you. <laughs> <laughs> she she would spit fire, man, and and, and chew up bullets. Anyways, in her older age, she'd ask me, hey, take these tickets down to scratch shops and redeem them. You know, she the woman never lost. I don't care if it was three bucks, two two bucks, ten bucks. Never lost. I, I Never lost a ticket I saw. And I never won. So we were a good pair. But I want huh. to share that with you. She was not the English part. The one yeah. that pop your head off. She was the same. You know, cut your two <laughs> off, you know?
1: Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Was like, oh, a man, sweet lady. Right. She was
3: like the Jerry Spence of Lotto. You know Jerry when I, Spence is the man who never lost the case.
1: You know when I felt. <laughs> I, f- I actually felt filthy one time? It was one of the first times where mega millions got up to like. I don't know, like a half a billion dollars, got yeah, up to five hundred right. million, six like and I'm talking about probably <laughs> four years ago, five years ago.
3: Yeah.
1: My grandmother's dead about I wanna say eight years, nine years, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't go to cemeteries, I don't do that. That's not really my thing. You know, I remember her, I think about her. Yeah, and uh the lot but she always played the lottery. Mm. Always. Right. She had her pick three, 714. My father was 714. Like the number, that was the yeah. number they all played. And really? She would always hit. She, always, she was definitely one of those. She definitely died ahead of the game. No question. <laughs> Tough to um, do. She's hit for 10 grand. She hit for 30 grand. She's <sighs> had some big hits. Uh, especially with the pick, the, the pick three and the pick four. So that big lottery thing was coming around. And I start, my wheel starts spinning. And I go, hey, uh, I called my father. I'm like, hey, dad, what's going on? Like, what's up? I go where? uh, Where's grandma's? um, Where's grandma's burial site? He's like, you're going to the cemetery. I'm like, just where? Where is it? He goes, when you pull into the cemetery, he's like, you're gonna go. You go to the third thing. You go to the right, and you make the first. And he goes, it's right over there. You'll find. You have to walk around a little bit. I'm not sure what row it's in. He goes, what are you doing? I'm like, don't worry about it. (laughs) <laughs> ah, don't I, worry about it so i go to the store by the way he worries about it. i go to the <laughs> i go to the store and i play mega millions mm. and i take the lottery tickets and i go to the cemetery this is dirty it is so it's bad so dirty. It's so bad <laughs> <laughs> and i go in the cemetery and i find my grandmother's stone mm-hmm. and i sit there and i go hey gram i go listen I need you to work some magic for me. <laughs> so I take the lottery tickets and I rub them on the headstone. <laughs> I rub them on top of the headstone. And I'm like, Graham, if there's anything you can do to make this one happen, <laughs> it would be really, really cool. And uh, I hope you're doing okay. And yeah, uh, uh-huh.
0: <laughs> What do you call it when you put your hand on your chin? You so, go.
1: Hey. Did you exactly <laughs> think,
3: I feel like she did that as you left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you at least get a dollar back? Or anything so,
1: so listen, my father comes. My father calls me back later on that night. He goes, "What did you do?" Hmm. I was like, "I, you know, I bought the, I bought this, the, the lottery tickets." His mother. He goes, mm. oh, you should have bought 20 for me. <laughs> I thought he was going to be all sorts of pissed so He was like, no, he was like, that bro, I was lucky. <laughs> he knew exactly what I was doing. Oh, I thought it would be like sacrilege.
0: No,
4: I didn't
3: no, do that to no, my memory no. of my mother type I, stuff. I also,
1: too, I felt horrible. Though. Along those lines,
3: I do also, you know, I'm not into like psychics and all that stuff. And, you know, I am you know, I do believe in spirituality and, and the universe balancing itself out. I do believe that you pay a price spiritually if you do win the big one. I don't know how it works. I feel like the universe balances itself out. So you think nobody ever gets really far ahead or really far behind? I feel Things like if I won out? the, I feel like I w- if I won the $500 million, yeah. somebody close to me or myself maybe will be diagnosed with cancer or something tragic will happen in my life in order to balance everything out. They'd
0: have millions in doctor bills you would pay. Like no, like, no. no, like I oh, feel you mean like just as a life, my thing. life,
3: yeah, right. My life will be cut mm. short, or somebody very close to me will have yeah. their life cut short. Yeah, and the universe has its good. way of balancing itself out, dude. That's a heavy way to win a lot. Like, okay. you know, so there, there, there is something to that. I so believe. what did you do? If well, you won, you don't. I fear, I slightly fear winning because of that. And you I, should fear. You know,
1: what's funny. It's, it's so funny you say that, man, because I, I struggle whenever, whenever, whenever the, I don't play often. I play when it gets dopey, right. you know, when it gets, yeah, hey, most you, people know, do. You, you know Good. what I'm saying? That's when I'll go in and That's I'll right. throw $10 down or I'll throw $20 out or whatever it is. But the minute you do it, what you're paying that $10 to 20 is the dreams, is mm-hmm. the dreaming about it's it and you're thinking about it, well, what are you going do? Yep. But in true JP fashion, I am angry inside of 30 seconds once I start thinking about it. Because angry I, why? Because You I, haven't lost
0: yet, right? I haven't
1: lost yet. You're, you just bought the ticket. You're angry in 30 seconds? I, right. Oh, because I, you start dreaming. And but that's start, what you spend the money for is that feeling of, ah, uh, if I had. Can, let me finish. Okay. I understand that. Right. And that's what I start <laughs> to do. Right. But then it's like... Oh, this one's gonna expect this, and that one's gonna expect this, and (laughs) we're up winning like
3: the ticket where you get five or six million dollars. My dream, upgrade your lifestyle a little bit, but it doesn't change your life dramatically to the point where you have people coming out of the woodwork and you know, like, are gunning for you for every little thing. My dream, trying to make you feel guilty
1: about every little thing. You know, my dream is that ten thousand a week for life. Exactly, because that's five hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. Right. Take home of that is probably about 300000 a year. Right. It's you, I would still work. Life is comfortable. Right. I have enough money. I can hide it without telling anybody. Right. You know, especially in the business that we're in, people think we make way more than we really do. Right. In most cases in radio, I think right. that's the case. So I can hide it. And it's enough money to change my life, but it's not enough money to get relatives exactly. coming out of the woodwork. Exactly. And I wouldn't even have to tell them and nobody would know the difference.
3: Right. Now, of guy, course, you can squander that away very quickly you if you go nuts with it. But you just upgrade your lifestyle a little bit.
0: There's a guy I play cards with who won the 5000 a week for life at the age of 38. He's right. 52 right now. Uh-huh. So when
3: he won it, It's he 20 was, years, right? Is it a 20-year uh, payout?
0: No, it's life. Oh, it is life. Yeah, he okay. got 5000 a week for life. He, uh, when he won it at 38, he was a union, like, either steel worker or a plumber or something like that. He quit. He had been in for, like, I don't know, maybe 16 years. He gets his little pension from that. Mm-hmm. He has a wife and a couple of kids. He changed nothing. so smart. He goes, I'm driving the same truck. He goes, I got a flip phone, and on any day of the week, you can find me in one of three bars. (laughs) Right, that's great. (laughs) But everything's fine. I I was like, how do you handle getting that money every week, but you're not working? I said, are you getting bored? He goes, no. He goes, I'm the happiest guy in the world. My wife knows not to ask for too much because we got what we need. Right. He says, my kids went to a college, nothing crazy but we can take care of stuff. Does his he kids goes,
3: even know
1: that he wants? it. Because he's in for two hundred. And he goes, oh, my
0: wife takes care of me because she knows it's for life. Right, And she right. wants me to live a long life. So right, Well, so. right. Like, wow, that guy's really got it together. What's for
1: dinner? Carrots, you bastard. <laughs> Eat <Yeah. laughs> yeah. some carrots. Eat some kale. <laughs> hey, uh, you, let's break, and we'll get to these calls when we get back. 800-771-1025 or 727-579-1025. It's amazing how, like, you know, I go back to thinking about I, I had a strategy, like if I won, on how I would take care of my friends. Yeah, I think about that. Yeah, and some people think it's cool, and mo- some people think I'm a prick because of it.
0: Talking about the lottery, because Ted is like a savant when it comes to the lottery. Really scratch. tries to focus and be good at it. And without winning a big jackpot, it's probably even over his lifetime, which is very
3: tough. And to I've never, I've never been into the Mega yeah. Millions and those either. Like you know, mm-hmm. playing the numbers, you got to go. In yeah, and he's never numbers. in the office pool machine, with us. You know the machine, yeah. You know with the numbers picked. I like the scratchers. I feel I don't know. It's psychological, I guess. But I just feel like you have a much better shot to win. Let's get, on to those a scratch
1: of, uh, let's get to a couple of these calls, and I'll tell you my whole the way I would yeah. share it with my friends theory because some people come right. and I'm kind of a dick for it. Dominique, line one, go ahead, buddy.
5: What's going on, guys? Hey, buddy, what's, what's happening? happening? Hey, I love your show every day. I listen to it. I try to catch an hour or two every day. We'll it's take it. A pretty good thing here. I'm down in the Tampa area, so nice. Listen anyway, anyway, an extra I hear you
3: 15 minutes a day. It'll change your life forever. <laughs>
5: Oh, my goodness. I do have to go play a scratch-off today. What do you got, Dominic? Hey, the, I was a young kid, you know, South Philadelphia. My dad, he sent me one day to go play the numbers. And my dad played two numbers, one on the street and one at the, you know, at the mm. store. He gives me $100 one day. This is back in, like, 78, 79. It gives me 100 bucks. Go play. Your grandmother came to me last night in a dream. I'm like, okay. She told me to play 109. So my dad tells me, sends me down to the store, gives me a hundred dollars, play one Oh nine straight for a hundred dollars for $1 tickets, you know, so he can cash them in at different stores cause he hit for a few times for five grand. So okay. he knows that how to work the numbers. So right. I go down there with that hundred bucks and money was tight back then, you know, and this is in the early 70s. Yeah. So I go in there and I play $10 and I bring it back to my dad and I said, dad, I couldn't do it. I said, man, money's tight, you know? And I, you know, we had We had. He had his own business and all. You know, he pulled the money out of the cash register, so I gave him his tickets and the change back. And he goes, "You're gonna regret this, boy." Well, my dad's in the shower at night, getting a shower after work, and I'm watching TV and I'm watching the lottery. I see one. I'll never forget this too. And I see zero, and then I see nine, and I said, "Oh my God!" It just 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 happened. I couldn't believe it. We went from winning. 5,000, we could have had 50,000 because I just didn't listen to my dad. If he could have crucified me that day, if he could have crucified me, I would have been crucified. It would have been (laughs) over.
1: Did he chase you? Because as a parent, what he's doing is like, see, I know how to (laughs) gamble. That's what he's saying did well, he do?
2: He kept
5: saying, oh, my God. And his head, and his, I'll never forget it, his face and his entire body. Because he came out of the shower, and he comes downstairs in his underwear, you know, and this is his boxers. And he's like, oh, my God. He is, and his whole entire, from his waist <laughs> to his face, is deep red. Because I told him, 109 came out. I told you, boy, I mean, he, boy, my dad wasn't one to, you know, ever spank me or anything like that. Right. But let me tell you what. I crawled my ass in my bedroom, and I knew what I did that day was really oh. wrong. And I never, ever, ever doubted him again. Well, that's probably the, he- right. that's yeah. probably the last time.
3: Right. That's probably the last time your grandmother I- ever try and communicate with you either. <laughs> <laughs> you blew that one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man, I wouldn't want to run into your grandmother on the other side, Dominic. That sucks yeah. to know if you just did what he said, you would have made fifty grand yeah. instead of five. Hey um, Russ, real quick on line three, go ahead, Russ. Yeah, yeah. Hey,
4: guys. uh, Big fan. I uh, I want to tell you about some statistical fallacies. Uh, You probably know, Ted, you already talked about this being a psychological game. If you're in the casino playing cards, there's definitely some skill there. But really, the lottery stuff, that's a game of chance. And what you guys are falling into is the dependency fallacy. I'm a statistician. And so uh, the analogy I'm going to give you that might put it into perspective is condom use. So uh, condoms have, like, I don't know, I haven't used one in a while, but uh, what are they, about let's say 5% fail rate.
3: Okay. That okay.
4: Doesn't, that, that doesn't mean that if you have sex with condoms 100 times, that five times you will get someone pregnant. And, and it doesn't matter if the whole neighborhood or the whole state is using condoms. Each time you use one, the chances of that failing are independent. Of that your 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 hit rates are independent of how many people are playing, right? Or yeah, yeah. See, so well, like like what's that
3: stat? Like one out of every four men is gay. That doesn't necessarily mean that one out of us in the room, right. even though there's four of us, <laughs> is gay. <laughs>
4: Right, well, right. yeah, that's actually well, another statistical <laughs> error, which is sampling. But
3: It's a good-looking shirt, um, by the way. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> but uh, statistically, there's no skill here. Your chances are the same no matter how many right. tickets you play, no matter how many other people are playing. Right. And if you really wanted to make money, take that couple of grand every year and, and invest in an IRA, and you'll you'll probably come out at least 3 or 5% ahead.
3: Now, what's interesting with that is the only thing I will say is that, for example, if I see the first or last roll, like they usually do by 50, the rolls of the big tickets and the scratch-offs, yeah. if I see it's the first one on the roll or the last one, I won't play it. And the only thing yeah. I can go by with that is I feel like there's not as many winners in the first and last roll. I, there's a lotto store by my house. They put up all the big jackpot winners like the $500 right. winners mm-hmm. within the store. Right. Like to say we had a winner here and I look at all of the numbers of the ticket on those jackpot on those big prize winners yeah. and never once is one of the tickets 1 or 50. It's never yeah, the first you know, or last ticket. Right. I, I is the there a number you busy, see
4: more we, of? Yeah, uh, in, in statistics we call that superstitious behavior.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably, but it makes me feel like I've never makes seen like right? a ticket with yeah. a one that's or a fifty. Why,
4: that's why they put the uh, winning numbers up because they want you to believe that there's some sort of luck that's around right. that place. Uh, like, I, really, every ticket and every roll and every store and every person is pretty much random.
1: Thanks right. for the call, Russ. Thank you, I appreciate Russ. it. Yeah. Here's my theory on the uh, on the on the lottery win. So I'd always said if I won that big that big lottery, the five hundred million or mm-hmm. whatever it is, that I would. Grab my friends, my group of friends, you know, the group of friends that you always make fun of me for still having. Right. You know, (laughs) um, my closest guys that that I grew up with. And I would say, we have to go out, get everybody in one place. Everybody's Mm got to come out. We have a meeting. And I would at that point say, listen, I came into the, I hit this thing and I want to take care of you guys. Right. And I'm going to take care of your mortgage. But. The house goes in our name, say me and you. Say you were one of the guys, say you were my buddy Chuck. I'd be like, all right, Chuck, listen, I'm going to pay off the mortgage. You'll never have to pay the mortgage again. Right. You'll never have to worry about paying rent and mortgage and nothing. The house is yours. Mm-hmm. But if you end up divorcing your wife, she's not getting half my money. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. that was the way of protecting, like making sure that it stayed for, like I was doing that for my friends, not for, not so that you know, mm. they can split up and then, how could you do that? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, you don't have to take it. You don't have <laughs> to take the money.
3: Now, what happens if, God forbid, Chuck dies? it's me. But what about his wife that's still in the house? I would take care of his family. Right, okay.
1: I wouldn't throw them out. You wouldn't kick her out? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Even though I you're worried about her getting I, half? I, <laughs> I wouldn't throw, I wouldn't, I would never throw them out. I'd give, a... give him 30 days. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I would never throw them out. And what I would probably do is when the kids were old enough of going to school or whatever it is, at that time, I'd probably sell the house and give them back whatever it was that, did, that, that paid for the house. Mm-hmm, right. You know, get and what that to the, college give them whatever. the value of the house mm-hmm. right. back, like get my money out of there and whatever is left, you know.
3: It Um, almost. um, I I feel also like if you win that big jackpot and you start paying out all your friends and giving them big amounts of money, you could ruin ruin some people's lives. Yeah, because it'll never. You're right. And the other problem.
1: The other problem is it'll never be enough. Like if you hit for say five hundred million, I know if I handed my buddy Chuck a million dollars, he'd be like, (laughs) "Bruh, you just hit for five hundred million, right? I know you for forty years. Yeah, a million, right? And it would never be, and then I would never talk to him again. That's right. why when I tell that's you horrible. when I play those, right? God, that's that's why I went. and you, you know who else I know I would end up hating? I would end up hating the following people: <laughs> Chuck, right? Your closest friends. My, no, 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 my buddy Chris. It would never. It, that A million would, would be fine it, it would for him. It would never come into play. He'd with be so Chris. happy, right? It would never come into play mm. with Chris. I would hate my buddy Chuck. I would hate my sister. I would hate my mother-in-law more than I already do. (laughs) Um, I would probably hate my mother. That's where I was going. My mother. It would be bad. Yeah, a lot of people just can't handle it. Because I I know that no matter what I do, for those people,
0: it would never be enough. Well, they all judge what they should get. From there, they never look at it from your point of view. They will right. only look at it from what they think they should get. Right, and to them, they'll just come up with ten percent, not right. thinking of taxes and who else you have to take care of, and that you have a family. Right, and right. you
1: want it, so it's Ch- not theirs. Right, Chuck and, and they I don't think like that. Chuck and I were very, very close. He moved to uh, he moved down to Baltimore, right, and I I still haven't been down to Baltimore to go to his house, just because lives life, cr- yeah. life right. is crazy, right. you know, and. Uh, and we do our fantasy football team together. So during football season, we're in contact. Mm-hmm. After football season, we may talk once every couple months or whatever mm-hmm. the hell it is. But that'll warrant at least 10%. <laughs> like, I should <laughs> hand him a check. With, right. Chuck, I like got $500 million. No matter what it comes out to you, take home after that, it's $220 million. Yeah. I would owe him fifty In his head, 50000000 yeah. million. Oh, <laughs> I'm brother. telling you, man. That's stupid. crazy.
0: But you're right. And Ted's right, too. But if you give too much to people it could ruin their lives and be the worst thing you do for them. I almost feel like you dribble it out a year at a time, and if you can do it again the next year, you do it again. And then each year, you give my like, o- each of my brothers and sisters 100000 each year, if I can each year. But you would think you could, my other but over time, you know, money erodes or you make mistakes, maybe you don't
1: have it. If the right. house thing was a bad idea because it was going to cause problems between mm. them and their wives, my other idea was to give $100,000 for each kid. Yeah. For school. Yeah, that's good. Do whatever they got to do. $100,000, Bro, it doesn't
0: even play for four years of college. At a good yeah. college, what are you doing? Well, if you can't <laughs> grow it, if you can't. I can see him play If too. you can't. Right. Grow, well,
1: yeah. Yeah. Or do whatever. whatever, enough. Whatever, I, whatever <laughs> yeah. my financial guy told me I can do mm-hmm. without it causing right. issues is what I would do for them. And then, you, you know, do it per kid. I think you're safer doing it that way. Mm-hmm.